I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. And we're going to nail this tape of This Could Be. This could be a podcast. We're going to nail it. Nailed it. How many people are calling themselves graphic designers that... How many people are calling themselves photographers? <laughs> how many, uh, yes, yeah, exactly. How many people are calling themselves uh, musicians? Musicians. It's interesting. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of that. Where, right? Where are you though? Are, are you? you? Yeah. Are you? And you can ask that question. I think that's fair. I think it's a no. I think that's a dick move. Uh, uh, not to their face. You can say behind the sure. back. Sure. Are they though? Are they? I'm not going to say. Oh, nice kit lens you got there, Mr. Mrs. Photographer lady who's taking pictures at a wedding. Well, and that's I think that's where actually you could have that's a problem like a, where it's like, that's oh, you know, someone that has a. Yeah. That. Oh, they got a nice has camera. A camera. And so you hire them to do your wedding and then right. you're taking it from actual people who. Or like, you know, you know, like, hey, you know what I need? Well, I want to have pictures taken. OK. Lowest possible price. It's like. Yeah, I can pay you fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. Well, that's happened in the musician world a lot, where people will just, and it's a lot. It's the young kids that are starting to come up, and then it's the older people that are doing it as a retirement hobby, that they'll just undercut everyone that's doing right. it for right. a living. Right. So they'll be like, "Oh, I'll come in with five piece band, and we'll just, we'll just play." Yeah. You know, we don't. You, you don't have to pay, us. pay us. And the bars look at it like, "Well, that's fantastic. Absolutely, I you like can play it. here all the time." Right. Uh, or, you know, the young kid that's like, I'll play for 20 bucks. And they're like, you got it. You got it. Yep. I mean, then they suck. But then again, but, but no, again, no one cares. No one really cares if they suck. And I think that's the thing with like COVID that happened with television production. People got used to Zoom real quick as far real as quick. as far as accepting it as. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's a fine. Yeah, it's whatever. Isn't that funny? It is. It's one of the weird phenomenons that has happened in the last year. Yeah. Where it's like. Because in some of our production meetings that, that we've had about doing like logistics of getting an interview done, yeah, it's like well now that we can do Zoom, it's just so easy. It's easy, and yeah. people don't bat an eye that it's a shitty right. <clears throat> webcam or you know right. that shit's falling down in the back. I mean, there's yeah. a ton of podcasts that I listen to that were professionally done before COVID, and then right. when everyone started doing it in their bedroom, yeah, it was like get... oh, I just hear children screaming in the background, right, and uh, something falls or right. No, listen, listening to. I know you don't like it. NPR or uh, Marketplace or something, you know, whatever it is. And it's just like, he's like, and every so often they'll make mention, like, please excuse, like, my dog barking. Yeah. Because, like, he, like, Kai Rizdal. I'm, I'm aware, yeah, aware yeah, of Kai Rizdal. Kai Rizdal. There was a time I listened to NPR. Yeah. And he, him just, like, he does his show from a shed. Uh-huh. Like that's like what he had to do. He had to Does it do sound it. like he's doing a show from a shed? No, he, it sounds it sounds good. Okay. Just every so often it's just like. Like if he leaves his door open because it's hot, like his dog will just wander in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not like on, not on like the <clears throat> marketplace show, but like his he does a daily podcast gotcha. with a couple of other marketplace people, and it's just like oh. A lot of people accepted it as being perfectly fine. It sounds good. I mean, well, a lot of I'm, a lot of podcasts that I listen to the the CBS. Fantasy podcasts, fantasy yeah. sports podcasts that I listen to, yeah. those things, uh, quality-wise, as far as like audio recording goes, th- those things took a tumble just because everyone was recording in the room or like yeah. you know recording onto a shitty mic or something like <laughs> right. that. And right, you can just tell. So it went from like you know one day it sounds really nice because they're all in the studio to another day where it's like, oh, oh uh, I guess like I'll garbage. just use this thing I can plug into my computer. Right, right. I don't understand. 
Yeah. But it's not that hard, guys. It's not. It's not. No. And actually, you know, you probably should have this stuff like ready to go anyway. If you're right. if you're doing something like podcasting or I can understand like not having a full TV production crew set up in your house. But, yeah. I mean, something just having an understanding of like, oh, this because it was a lot well, of like how... a lot of people doing those interviews right. and stuff like that when when it first started. There was like no concept of like, hey, you know, you should probably put on some makeup. You know, right? Because you look completely different right now, right? Or you know, use the uh, use the mic that's not in the computer, right? You know, right? Or and just like, can you put it up? Can you put it up a little bit? Nobody wants to look up your nostrils. Right. All these things that are just like common sense, and it's just like, have you ever like looked at a camera and be like, well, this looks nothing like TV? Yeah. Like so, right. when I'm when I'm working with students, when I'm teaching them like how to run stuff, you don't teach kids. Not like you should. Well, like <laughs> when I show them how to run. Like, when you demonstrate when, how to run my equipment, I for, just don't want you to be responsible for more of the children than you already have. Yeah, I. So I'm like, hey, you've watched television, right? Yeah, you've watched like a basketball game, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I watch a lot of basketball. Okay, so you know like what it should kind of look like, yeah. right? You've like all of this should be already in the back of your brain. Mm-hmm. Like you should be leading the ball. You should be you know focusing on you know where the ball is just it's real simple stuff he's like they're like oh well some yeah. of it is easier said than done though i mean like that's the thing about it like even though you've watched a lot of a particular sport yeah learning how to do it and learning how to right. record it film it whatever it's it does require a bit of a learning curve and yeah. you have to you have to work at it sure and a lot of people think that just because they've watched it, they can go out and do it you on gotta, all levels. You just got to think about it. You just got to think about it. Just sure. digest what you've seen and just go from there. It's okay. It's th- it's okay if it's not perfect. But I'm not looking for perfection. Clearly. I'm looking for warm bodies to show up. That's nine <laughs> times out of ten. That's the warm body yeah. excuse. That's all we're looking for. I just need a warm body, man. That's it. I don't understand how anybody is getting by right now as far as labor market. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't understand how anybody is running any kind of job. Uh, you know, talking with a lady who does HR, she's like, the amount of people that have all they're using me for is an excuse to say that I've applied for a job, yep. and I'm not. You know, so Huge. I've had like hundreds of people apply for a job, and then you know, ninety percent of them not respond to me yep. after it's like oh because they've shown proof that they it's like they've applied for a job and actually unemployment office is so far behind they're not even really doing their due diligence to check because so many people right. are on it like uh there's a local bar owner that um we we were talking with a couple of weeks ago and he's like i've hired because they can't find a cook for the kitchen it's a small little kitchen yeah uh, it's one one cook kitchen not sure. too many cooks yeah but one cook kitchen and um he's like i've hired four people in the last three months and like two of them showed up for the first day or no two of them he hired and they just never showed up to work oh jeez! so like he gave them the job they're like okay show up on tuesday and they're no. like, cool we'll be there on tuesday and then just never, never show, up. show up never show up and i'm like well how often i mean does that happen a lot i mean in the restaurant right. industry and stuff because i mean i've worked in the restaurant industry i'd never really hired anybody so right. i don't really know if like maybe it happens a lot more than i think he's like I've had this place for 20 years. I think it's happened once before then it's happened twice in, you know, a four month span. And then, um, and then the other two showed up for a shift, uh, worked it left early and then, um, never came back, never came back. And then the one like 
was demanding to get paid for like the five hours that she worked oh, or something geez. like that. And he's like, it, you get paid every two weeks for the billing cycle. It was just the wait. And right. it was just crazy. So, I mean, you're just dealing with people that, yeah, there's no incentive to go out and work. That's crazy. I mean, also a question what they're being paid as well. I don't know. Like, for unemployment? No, just for that job or any um, job, really. Like, Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, think he was doing 15 bucks an hour whew, plus tips. $15 an hour plus tips. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It, especially in the restaurant industry. Yeah. I mean, my God. Yeah, that's insane. Cooks always got paid, you know, a better hourly rate because they're... Right. I never understood the whole tipping out thing. That's the one thing I never... That's a team a- building thing. It's just a way to, like, ensure that everyone buys into yeah. helping clear off a clear off a table or, you yeah. know, if something needs to be ran, run it for somebody, you know, stuff right. like that. Um, I never liked that as a concept. But then I again, d- I also believe in paying people, like, a good wage. <laughs> well... It works in some situation. I'll tell you a situation where it worked really well. So when I was in college, uh, there was a casino that opened up probably 20 miles outside of uh, Iowa City called Riverside Riverside Casino. Casino. It's the birthplace of uh, James D. Kirk, by the way. The fictional character. Riverside, Iowa. Yeah, Riverside, Iowa. And they have a little bar. They have a little bar um, that... Uh, oh, plays it all up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, should, we should go there sometime. If it's ahead. still open. It might be. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Riverside, Iowa is a small very, town. Very, very small town. You could spit across it. It's, it's very small. Um, but they decided to open up this giant fucking casino with I've a golf course. I've always questioned that. It's, so it was very weird. But um, with my prior casino experience, yeah. I was able to get a job there. And so I got a job as a bartender, um, which... You know, you can be a bartender in a college town. That's you always have to have bartending experience to get a bartending job. You're right. But right. if you never get hired to be a bartender, you, you can't get, get bartending experience. experience. It's a weird thing. It's a real chicken and egg. Exactly. So I got hired to be a bartender. Editor. So me being a stupid fucking college kid, it was right. the it was the one of the first Iowa Hawkeye football games mm-hmm. and everything. So I decided like I don't have to go to work till like five o'clock tonight. I could totally go to this pregame tailgate. I'll just have some beers and stuff like that, and we'll just I'll just watch a little bit of game. I'll go. I'll leave the game early. Here's what I'll do: I'll leave the game early. I'll go and take a nap, so I'm mm. ready to go. I'm rested because this is like opening night, all right, of the casino. Jeez, oh, stupid idea. So, of course, it's like getting the party atmosphere. You're like, yeah, sure, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. By the time I leave, I'm fucking trashed. I'm like, oh man, shit. I gotta go and <laughs> classic Bobby. I gotta go and really sleep this off, and uh, so I get back, eat. Eat a big fucking meal and then just fall asleep. And Giant I, bowl of spaghetti and a coffee. Yeah, and I'm like, I I, I probably had it's probably like one o'clock, one two o'clock, and I had to be out there around five, I think. Okay. So I'm like, I'll just take an hour nap. I'll get up, take a shower. Yeah. Nope. I wake up at like four thirty. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And it's again twenty minutes to get out there. Yeah. And so at this point, you know, adrenaline is taking over, and yeah. I'm you know I'm not nearly as drunk as I was when I first got there because I just slept two and a half but, hours. <laughs> but I'm still, you know. You're there. I'm going. So I get to the place, and uh, I had uh, vastly underestimated how many people were going to come to this grand opening of this casino. (laughs) Sure. And we were fucking slammed until like one o'clock at night, you know, when the the bars closed and stuff like that. So it was a situation where you, you know, being young and stupid, I just, the situation never had a chance to catch up with me. Like you're just constantly moving, constantly slinging, yeah. slinging drinks and everything like that. But at the end of the night, just a lot of Jack and Cokes, a lot of Jack, a lot of beers. Thank God. Um, but at the end of the night, we pooled our tips and we split. 
with See, everybody. See, that I get. I get that. And I that get that. was great because I walked away, I think, with like 600 bucks that night. I get that. I don't get... My thing is that I don't get is tipping... If you're a waitress and you're tipping the bartender or you're tipping... Well, you're tipping out the bartender. Tipping out the bartender. Yeah. And you're tipping out... That's so... Because that... Back house. And, and that depends like, on the bar, though. That depends on the bar that they're at. Because I've also worked at a bar where no one would come up to the bar. It was a right. backroom bar where yeah. your job was just to make drinks for the waitresses yeah. and waiters. So you're getting tipped out for making... But are you making two seventy five an hour, though? Uh, I was probably making like five six an hour yeah. i would imagine then plus the tips so uh, so under minimum wage yeah yeah okay because that was just a shift that you could have within this particular okay. restaurant because then you could work the downstairs bar that had people and then you could um sure but i believe you still tipped out in the downstairs bar as well see but when you're tipping out it's it's again it's just group like it's yeah. team building so team building. you're like the drinks are made quickly so that no one has to really wait for or it. Or you should make drinks quickly because that's your fucking job. Yeah, but you'd be amazed. Have you ever like, worked in a restaurant? Uh, I did for like two months, three months. I worked uh, at a pizza place. Okay. And it was bullshit. <laughs> it was like, I'm glad I I'm glad I did it just so I could say I did work in food service at one point in time. Uh huh. But it was like three, yeah, two months, three months, something like that. My brother-in-law was, uh, he was one of the, he'd worked there forever as a bus boy and then uh, then de- pizza delivery when they gotcha. opened up a pizzeria downstairs. And he was a pizza, you know, delivery guy. He's like, yeah, come on on. I, I just graduated from college. I'm like, okay, I need a job because I need money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And I worked, you know, like four nights a week. So I'd go and worked at a screen, uh, at a screen printing pr- place. And, uh, okay. you know, did screen printing all day from eight to five and then walk up the street and, uh, go deliver pizzas. And it was just like, I have no idea to what I'm doing. First night, first night. Well, you just got to go to the address and, well, right. You know, drop off the pizza. But get I paid for the pizza. That's the other thing too. You got to get paid. I got it. shorted one time. That's not kinda, fun. And I was like, it, it was all dark. You know, and mm-hmm. they're like, here you go. And I'm like, okay. Like handed me a wad of bills. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not going to sit there and be a dicking. Count, count it in front of you yeah you know and then it's, it's like fuck i'm short like five bucks uh, what the so they f- gave you some money they gave me money yeah just not just enough like money. not enough money <laughs> i'm like what the fuck this is bullshit yeah and then one guy yeah and just like and then one time they like we just ordered a pizza and we just got it and there's glass in it oh really and i'm like what <laughs> there's no glass we have no glass in our facility at oh, all I gotcha. like in the kitchen there's no glass mm-hmm. like at all so it's like well that sounds impossible uh i'm gonna go ahead and just comp your meal i guess or i'll bring you up a new one and uh, so you're back at the pizza place yeah okay yeah i'm like uh okay that's fine i don't understand they're like yeah i i don't know i have no idea what the hell this would come from but the Whatever. greatest scam in the so, world, like a really shitty scam, and I made a note, uh, like in their, in their cat, in their profile, I'm like said watch there was out. glass, and so keep an eye out for that. Dot dot dot. Watch out for that. Yeah, it was like, well, there's no, there's no way, because did I did I ever everything else is just like well, yeah, it's weird too. Like, did you see the glass? Yeah, it was like a little piece of glass. A little piece. Ooh. Yeah. Well, was it underneath the pizza or on top of the pizza? It's on top of the pizza. That's interesting. She no, she didn't. Well, she said it was on top. She said I didn't see it. You didn't see it. No, you're just going. I'm just going. I'm 
what am I going to do? Like get yeah. into an argument over a $20 Take pizza. Take her to small claims court. <laughs> just really? <laughs> just like getting, like put I, your heel, dig your heels in. I'd rather just smooth this over. I'm going com- to copy this. We'll just do this. Yeah, okay, here you go. And I'm not going to deal with this. You're like, sorry, here you go. Here's a new pizza. We're not going to charge you for. Have I told the story of my first night being a manager at Boston's Pizza in Iowa City on the podcast before? What's Boston's Pizza? For Boston, starters? Boston's Pizza is a Canadian pizza franchise. I believe it's Canadian. That sounds dumb. Anyway. Well, they were the only ones hiring. So back then, back then, uh, it was hard to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> there were a bunch of places that weren't hiring, and it was uh, <laughs> so you had, you had to go in an interview. And here's the here's the crazy thing about going through an interview: Ugh. they actually decided whether they were whether they were going to hire you or not. Like they had to make that decision. They were like, "No, we're not going to hire you," or "Yes, we are." Because again, talking about just having yeah. warm bodies there. Just having a warm body wasn't was, enough. Yeah, it wasn't enough. A little bit more. You needed to competency. show like, competency. Yeah, you needed to like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And in some cases, you had to take a drug test. I mean, thankfully, oh, in the really? restaurant industry, that wasn't Who the case. Who would do that in the restaurant industry, quite frankly? Not in the not uh, in this particular case, but the uh, casinos, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah go for your license. You had to have your, yeah. your state your gambling, gambling license. license. And that was a very, like, I've never failed a drug test, but yeah. I've been in a lot of situations where I've sweated a drug test out. Um, yeah, really. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know. When I was mean, last time? yeah. Where you're like, when was the last time? Okay, I'm gonna go to GNC and see if I can yeah. buy like three things to just shove in my body here yeah. and just piss it out. Never failed one, but uh, interesting. So I don't know which ones work, but anyway. So I got a job at Boston's Pizza and Boston's Pizza. Boston's Pizza. Because Boston's no f- known for their pizza. Yeah, and it was it's a real pizza town. <laughs> it wasn't from Boston. We can look. We'll look it up where Boston's yeah. Pizza is from after this, because uh. I'm actually getting confused. Is Red Robin Canadian? That might be. Oh, I have no idea. Anyway, so Boston's Pizza was a pizza place, but it also had like a an entire Applebee's menu. Classic franchise restaurant where all frozen food, just just too much shit. You're getting an encyclopedia (sighs) as a menu. Too much stuff. I hate that. Yeah, it's not good for anybody. Well, you're right. But uh, so the again by showing up and giving a shit. You can quickly rise up the sure. ranks through any restaurant anywhere. Right. Um, and so I get became night manager. Uh, and the first night, you know, the first night, to leave you alone. You know, yeah. The other guy's gone. And finally leave. Within like the first fucking 10 minutes, this waitress comes up. And she's like, hey, you got to go talk to table seven. Like uh, they have a yeah. problem with their food. And I'm like, uh, okay. And so I walk up. I'm like, hey, uh, what seems to be a problem? And they lift up the pizza and they're like, yeah, there was a there's a pube right here. And I'm like. Oh, well, that shouldn't be there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, darn. Well, how'd I get there? Well, here's what we're going to (laughs) do. If I can offer you another pizza and I'll guarantee that there's zero zero pubes on it, (laughs) I'll give this to you as a, I'm sorry, there's pubes in your first pizza. Because it was underneath the pizza, too, which, I mean, I, I, I don't think they planted pubes. I don't. Right. I don't think they planted pubes. Was there like a really curly haired dude? It, they were pretty large pubes like and it was it was probably three of them it was enough to, like i don't know how it happened but again it felt right to be like i don't know if you want the pizza that i'm gonna comp you because you know it's coming yeah. from the same kitchen that presumably right. these pubes came from but i'm gonna do that because i feel like that's, that's what's right about this situation sure. but uh yeah it was, that was just getting thrown to the fire i was like uh boy, really pubes in the food like 10 like not even a half did you hour talk to the guys did you go back and say who put pubes on the pizza, guys? Uh, no, I didn't, because I'm trying to think if there was a kitchen. 
Was there a kitchen manager? There was like or a head cook or something. I think there was like a head cook, but maybe yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't back in reference. But because hey. I never really yeah, because the ki- the cooks you never really deal dealt with. It was mainly the it's waitress, like the waiters and waitresses. They're not like real people back there. They have their own world. It, yeah, I mean, you understand yeah. this working right. in the restaurant industry, like for three months. Time. Cooks, cooks are over there, and I think they do a good job in the movie Waiting, which I do really yeah. want to rewatch. Uh, they do a good job have of I showing. Have watched like, that the past calendar year? I might have. It's a it's a good little movie from what yeah. I remember. I mean, it's yeah. it's Ryan Reynolds at one of his most riled Young, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I really enjoyed Two Guys and a Girl. So oh yeah, exactly. Uh, but Dane Cook and Justin Long and. Uh, there's a bunch of people in that movie. Uh, She's Louis Guzman. Louis Guzman. Louis Guzman. After he went to Greendale. After he went to Greendale. What was uh, but, a but lot of people. A lot of people are in waiting. It's uh, uh, Who's the hot chick in that? It's, uh, it's wh- the girl that's on Mom. And uh, the house bunny. And uh, yeah. also, what's it called? Oh, gosh. What is what is her name? Uh, it's like a, is it Amanda. No. No. Laura, Lore, la la. Just look it up. You Hold remember? on. Hold on. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Jesus. David Keichner is, or yeah, right. Oh yeah, David Keichner. Yeah, he's uh, he's like the manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the. So man- there is a separation though between the cooks and the waitstaff. Like there is just a separate like, and it's a visceral hate almost in certain situations. Yeah. Because you're the wait waitstaff is bearing the brunt from the cooks being slow. And right. The cooks are going theoretically as fast, as, fast they can, as they can, and they don't want to hear little chirpy waiters and waitresses saying, "Where's my food? Where's my food? Where's my food?" I let right. I get that, and yes and no, I get that. So, and that's just the dynamic. That's just the simple dynamic that's going on. Yeah, uh, I wish. I mean, you're a team. You should have a conversation with them, though. This yeah. goes back to why they split tips. Yeah, you know, because it's all about team building. Yeah. Well, also, I remember for the longest time they're like, and John Francis Daly, the the, the guy from uh, Freaks and Geeks. As they well. wanted me like, so I was, so I was hired as a pizza delivery man, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, not a pizza delivery that, person. No, and uh, uh, so I was sitting there and I was like, they're like, hey, uh, you know what we want? Because we want to start working on because there was like a bar attached to it, and it was they're kind of a nightclub. They were kind of a nightclubby okay. bar, yeah. and they're like, you know what we want to do? We want to start serving by the slice. We want actually, we want you guys to start like making a bunch of individual pizzas going over and walk around the bar with it and start selling them for five bucks a piece. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm like, Hey, I'm still getting paid delivery wages. I need a different wage. If I'm going to be doing this, if yeah, I'm you're doing, not getting tips. I'm on. not getting t- And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I have to fucking explain this to you. Yeah. I'm getting paid. I don't remember. It was like, it's doing a different job. I'm, it was like, I was getting paid four bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, to walk around and sell pizza. And I'm like, slice. um, no, I'm not doing that. Like I need to you need to change my like wage to be a you know, a, a cook wage at least. Mm-hmm. And like, oh sure. I don't know how to do that, but we'll figure it out, I guess. I'm uh-huh. like, you're fucking yeah, damn right you're gonna fucking figure it out because I'm not gonna sit there and do this. I'm not gonna be here from you want me to you know I Late was delivering night. pizzas. I was going for, I'd show up at like five. Mm-hmm. I'd get off my job at five and then I'd go straight to the other job mm-hmm. and like deliver pizzas until like 10. And then I was like, then you want me to stay from 10 to one? Yeah. One, maybe and, yeah, one. And, and do, do, 
okay, I can do that, but I'm not going to get paid two dollars, four dollars an hour to no. sling, you know, walk around a bunch of drunk people. So at best, make a dollar tip on a slice. Of yeah, at best. Oh yeah. If that. I mean. If that. It was like, no, that's dumb. You guys are dumb. It is dumb. Uh, so this guy that wrote waiting, I, I have not seen that they they're making wedding crashers too for some reason. Absolutely unnecessary. Why does this need? Is this a movie you've seen within the last calendar year? Uh, Wedding Crashers? No. One? no. Nope. Is anyone attached to it? They, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, plan to crash real weddings to inspire Wedding Crashers too. That's dumb. That's dumb. It's very dumb. That's dumb. No. Hmm. Okay, no. let's find out if Boston's Pizza, speaking of things that are not dumb, Boston's Pizza. Boston's Pizza. It's out of business in Iowa City now. Coralville, technically. Oh. But. Is it now, uh, what's it called? It's something. The mellow, uh, mellow Mushroom? I don't know where the Mellow Mushroom is. Mellow Mushroom's at the mall. No. I worked at a brick and mortar shop. Yeah. Standalone? Standalone. Yep. Standalone. Let's think here. I want, I, want to, I want to hope there's a Wikipedia page for Boston's Pizza. I don't think there is. There's totally. There's no way anybody's taking the time to make a Boston Pizza. Boom. Right there. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. God, it's I'm a, a Canadian comp- multinational sh- restaurant chain. Company man. <laughs> hey, yeah. I was being groomed for middle management. Okay, I don't know if you know this, but hard pass. Yeah, one hard of the pass. they trusted me to count the money. I had to check out all the waitresses oh, and waiters yeah. at the end. You know, I, I was in charge of everything. Yeah, had sex in the kitchen. It was fun. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> not where the people no, no, after the I think the statute of limitations is done. <laughs> <laughs> on putting pubes on pizzas? No, there was no pubes. There's no like but and it was after after uh operation hours of operation. But yeah. That was fun. The movie waiting at that time. I went because when did waiting come out? Uh oh five? No, that's uh what was it? Yeah, oh five. Yeah. The same year as the uh, wedding crashers. That was right around that that was the time I was working at uh at Boston's and we had very much this dynamic of and it was a very shenanigansy type place, honestly. Yeah. Like this bunch of goofy shit on the wall. A bunch of goofy shit on the wall. Yeah. But everyone was sleeping with everybody. There was a bunch of dramas going on. I just that was a great onion article. It was like wait staff getting tired of fucking each other <laughs> <laughs> after everybody has fucked each other like yeah. like bored. <laughs> well, it would because here's the thing though too. So again, them I'm in college. Uh, at this time, I'm, b- b- yeah. I'm feeling relatively attractive, you know, whatever. But sure, whatever that means. Whatever that means, right? But they, uh, but they keep hiring hot waitresses all the time, and then they quit and they leave, and then there's they just bring in a whole new crop of hot <laughs> waitresses. And yeah. So I remember I w- I was dating or just yeah it was dating for lack of a better word yeah. this girl, and she broke it off with me, and then. I was like, oh, I, was, I was heartbroken because I, I really liked her and she didn't yeah. like me as much as I liked oh. her. So it was a whole thing. But we still had to work together, right? And then they hired just this whole new crop of like hot girls. And I was like, well, well, you know, in another college track. Just don't. Yeah, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a quitter. So, <laughs> Jeez. but I had a, I had a buddy that I worked with that uh, he had the very typical college house where, I mean, every night was a party. You can go over there anytime and just start drinking and stuff like that. And I yeah. didn't drink a lot back then. Um, but go over, you know, smoke weed, do drugs. First time I ever did mushrooms was at his place. I mean, he was the guy that, like, if you just said in passing, you're like, I wonder what it'd be like to do blank. And be like, 
Hold on one second. Okay. I got like five guys. Hold on one second. He had a he had a uh, driving range on the top of his uh, like on the on the roof, so you could walk out the window of one of the the rooms, and then he put like a little like a golf mat, oh, just a little yeah. artificial turf mat, but it was like big, and we just hit golf balls into the woods. Oh, and then just sit on a quintessential college moments, like sitting on a sitting on a roof on folding chairs, like workaholic style before workaholics. <laughs> Just yeah. drinking beers, hitting golf balls into the in the woods, and then again, yeah, be like, I've never done streams. Like, oh, I got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, but he's like, you know, I've never tried coke. I'm like, I, uh, I got get, a guy. Give me about 15 minutes, uh, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What do you do? I mean, you come to work, right? You know, I, I see you come to work, but what else do you do? do. <laughs> what do like, you do? Right? He's like, well, I might go back to school at some point. I don't know. <sighs> but he was what's like, that, what's that guy up to now? I did. I have not stayed in touch with him. I should have. He's should, probably one of those guys I probably should have stayed in touch with. Yeah, he's built a rocket pack, by the way. <laughs> might have. He might have. Fuck, he might have invented some social media thing for sure. Yeah, but no. He, he so but he was shitty social media. So he was the guy that like would be snogfast, not like a sherpa, but kind of a sherpa along oh, the yeah. way, where you just like he's like, don't get hung up on all this stuff. Don't do this. Let's just go over here and do this, and then oh like, yeah. You know. Just channeling energy, man. Just channeling energy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very chi. Yeah. So it was a really, it was a fun work environment. And then when I became manager, it was like, well, now like, you're different. Yeah. No, well, no. It was like I'm, oh. I was cool manager. Like you're we, the we cool all, manager. We all had cool managers. Actually, I would, I would say, none of them, no one wanted. I worked with a guy that was really Adam Scott like. Yeah. Like you <laughs> could tell there was just this deep depression somewhere but he really <laughs> he really put on a solid yeah. face yeah you know and he was a nice guy but you could tell just deep down there was a sadness like if if you just yeah. got him in the right mood he it would just tell you this horrible thing like, that happened to him and his best friend and a car actually i'm actually in a lot of debt and <laughs> yeah exactly it's just it's slowly <laughs> eating away and every day i realize i owe more money than i did the day before and I'm still eating fucking ramen every day. I graduated from college seven years ago. I live in the same apartment that I did when I was so, a junior. Yeah. Do you understand that? Yeah. No. So I we had cool guys, but then when I'd work and I was managing, like if there was nobody in the restaurant, like we could play all the video games for free and shit like that. Oh, yeah. So we'd just be like, yeah, we'll just play video games. Yeah. Like, sure. And so that, that, again, fun work environment. Waiting was a movie that was always kind of really spoke to you. Really spoke to us because we were living it. Yeah. So did you get ever get yelled at for eating the free food? Eating food for free? Mm. Uh, well, we got a company meal. We got a meal every See, every yeah, shift. Th- that wasn't explained to me. So like we didn't like. I remember one time the manager coming in and yelling because he's like, "You guys got to ring everything up. You got to ring it up." Oh yeah. He's like. You know, because we'd go back and we'd make ourselves a pizza and just go into the oh. supply closet and eat it in there. Yeah. And after having multiple dudes just going into the supply closet, just like <laughs> coming and just throwing plates in the garbage. Like, hey, what are you doing? Gotta yeah. ring it up. Yeah. Like, Jeez, so you down. didn't have fun managers. Easy. That's a good microphone. That was a good microphone. Whoops. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, he was fine. I eventually started calling him my BFF just because I was. You know, me being a 22-year-old condescending dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, hey, I love you, man. You're great. You're my, you're my BFF. I'm yeah. so glad you're here. What's going on? Yeah. It's. I mean, it, it's an interesting time in people's lives. And I think, you know, movies like Waiting, like, 
to someone that's never worked in that situation, like if I had never worked in that situation, yeah. this would seem like an unrealistic portrayal of what the environment was actually like. But sure. since I was living a very close, I mean, still it's a movie, but right. it's I was hybrid. living very close to what that is. And so it is an accurate depiction for some people's experience. Sure. It reminds me because I started watching 30 Rock. Yeah. For you. For me. Because um, I couldn't think of anything else to watch <laughs> so one night. So I, was yeah. just, I started I started watching Minority Report and I was like, no. I love Minority Report. I do. I do, I do too, but it, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it, and then I started Ghost in the Darkness, and I was like, "Nope, not feeling it." And I was like, "Fine, Nathan's been Space Cowboys." And I'm just like, "All right, fine. I'll, just, I'll just put on Thirty Rock." And the thing is, hit me. Well, I'm interested about the con, like the content of the show, or the sure. uh, the idea of the show is very interesting to me. About yeah. you know being the writer and yeah. running a show and all that stuff. Yeah, very right, interesting. Right, right. But it makes me want to watch uh, uh, Studio 30, Thirty on the, the Sunset, Sunset Strip because I feel like it needs to have a a, a much more dramatic, like, serious, serious tone, tone to it than no. this goofy comedic. It's very. Because it's it is clearly not that. There's no, no way. There it's, are probably elements like like I'm saying with waiting. Yeah. Like there are probably elements of it that are like no. this is zany and off the wall and we're writers. But th- not even that. No, this is like waiting is like something that could happen. Yeah. Uh, Thirty Rock is not something. Thirty Rock is like a cartoon. It, Thirty Rock is a cartoon. It does not exist in our world. Right. So that that's, that's what I that's, don't like about it, and yeah. because it's it's approaching a a topic that is would be very interesting to delve into, and really you can be funny yeah. with it. Like I yeah. don't think you can't be funny with it, but right. you there does have to be a certain level of reality of like seriousness that would yeah obviously no. be at play. Nope, that's not it. You know, it's like if they made. Like a zany newsroom show, you know. Sure. And yeah. it's just like, well, that—that's not how it happens, you know? right? Anchorman yeah. is funny. We can all agree, but yeah. we're not gonna. I like thirty. Here's the problem, right? And anyway. I hate when people say this, but it's the truth. First seasons, it's like they don't have their tone yet. They but don't have this, their tone. They don't have their tone nailed. You're giving down. me the same wire excuse. I know. I, you well, gotta oh, get through. You gotta get through. The I don't first. think. I don't think I've ever said that about the wire because the the mm-hmm. wire. Oh no, I haven't said that. About you that. Said you gotta get to season three. No, I said season three is like one that people don't like. I've been told by multiple people you have to you just get through the first oh, season. No. I think because that's my whole thing with the show. It's like if I had to get through the first season right. to start liking right. the show, the show's not good. Right. And like we were watching uh, a little bit of Strangers with Candy. Yeah. Like how many fucking Fuck seasons, seasons did Strangers with Candy have? A lot. But you don't need to get through the first season of Strangers <laughs> with Candy to right. be like, oh, also, I like this show. You just Also, you're not like plowing through a gazillion episodes of Strangers with Candy. Mm. Uh, Tell that to young Bobby. God, that's Amy Sedaris. Yeah, man. Whew. Oh, and like she's great. Hey, she looks completely different. Yeah, like that's that's the what makes it funny. Yeah, it's it just, is hilarious. I mean, I watched this I honestly until we watched it today yeah it's probably been since i was 16 years old yeah you know since it was on comedy central all the time god 31 episodes 31 episodes that's it eh? three seasons which oh, most geez. seasons i mean so i was i was telling you about uh the state the comedy yeah, yeah. uh comedy sketch show with check out all these people in this in this show thomas lennon and uh it's half of hold on i bet it's a more like this. Hold on. I remember Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah, the show. Upright Citizens. That's Amy Poehler. Yeah. Um, 
I love that. I mean, these are all things that played on Comedy Central all the freaking time. There's the state right there. Boom. I never watched Mr. Show, really. I did. Yeah. I went through. Oh, wait. There's 28 episodes? So too shy. There's only five on Amazon. Noted. But, uh, man. This kind of... This kind of uh, Mike Lee in Black. Excuse my point here, but... Yeah. Some shows don't get a lot. Some shows don't Carrie get a Keeney, leash. Jolo Triglio, yeah. Yeah, Michael Showalter. Kevin Marino, Michael Showalter. Gilbert Gottfried was in one episode. He was in one episode, but it's weird because this is kind of like the this is the Wet Hot American Summer American, crew yep. mixed with the Reno Nine One One crew. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, they, yeah, because David Wayne. And it's all their first shot. It seems right. like you know because I don't know what like. Are you a big Thomas Lennon fan? Uh, I mean, like, I went trick-or-treating at his house one time, and he's like, it is December, and you have a gun. <laughs> you need to get out of here. I mean, I get it. You want some candy? You want some candy? I get it. I get it. Okay. All right. Here. Uh, look, I, don't, I don't know if I have any candy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, so that was his first real big break, looking back. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's 93 it. 93 to 95. He was uh, one episode of Daily Show, huh? Viva but Variety. You know what? I think this is the one show. I think this is the show I was thinking of. Viva Variety? Yeah. I think I saw like a promo for that. Yeah. Pseudo European variety show mm-hmm. with all the trimmings. Mr. Yep. and former Mrs. Loppin and the dim witted, more American than American sidekick Johnny Blue Jeans team up for uh, bring their European stuff. How many shots has Michael Ian Black received to be <laughs> that right? guy? Right? Like, I, I think he's funny. But I mean, right. growing up and watching how many this things had thirty-eight episodes. What the fuck? Again, going back to my point of like how shows <laughs> like there are some shows that end tragically. Like we were watching, um, I think you should leave. Or I'm, I'm dying up here. I'm dying up this, here. Yeah, those things mixed up. But I'm dying up here. Yeah, ends beautifully. Yeah, but it's not supposed to end. You know, you can right. tell it's not supposed to end. Right. Uh, uh, glow is another thing where. They canceled. Are Glow. they? Are they? Oh, they're, they, they're not coming back for a third season. No. Oh, canceled no. it. Oh, I was no. I was hit with this news the other day. Like, oh. like, oh yeah, they canceled. Glow. I was like, what? Why? COVID. Mm. That was the the reason the the guy the the writer gave. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that's the reason why. Okay, man. I just looked into it. You're gonna I'm really? Just, no, I'm just saying. Like, I don't believe he he might be saying that. They were they were uh, they were approved for a new season. Yeah. And then. Uh, they were approved for a new season and then it was pulled afterwards. Oh. So, show was ordered way back in September 2019. Oh, jeez. Okay. But then Netflix reversed their si- decision. Netflix shows creators react to the news in a statement in which you can read it. COVID has killed actual humans. It's a national tragedy and should be our focus. COVID has also apparently took down our show Netflix has decided not to finish filming the final season of Glow. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. So it got me thinking about shows that just end. Yeah. And it's it sucks because, you know, like Deadwood is a good example of shows that that, that yeah. they don't know when their finish is going to be. Like right. they don't know how. Um, like some of them, I guess, have an idea. Parks and Rec is a good example of a show that like thought it was going to be canceled multiple times so they kind of left it like this could be the end so let's just write it like that well arrested development their third season yeah like like they really like leaned in like 
Hey, you know what he's like? We were just, <laughs> I remember. It's, it's, like, we've kind of talked getting, about this before, but like begging. They were kind of like, yeah. a, they started begging on, yeah. on right. camera. Other, another show did that too. I can't remember the other example of that, but like, that's kind of, that's sad to me when I'm watching through because sure. they're, they're fighting for their life and they're doing everything yeah. they can. And it's, it's funny, you know, like the dinner party that they have at, uh, on Arrested Development when they're yes. talking yeah. about all the different organizations yeah. that could save the blues <laughs> and everything like that. That's funny. But, um, yeah, like the bad. way that I'm dying up here ends, you're like, I want to see the resolution of that story. Yeah. God damn it. Nope. You don't get it. And they're like, well, cause no one wants to watch Showtime. Um, I guess you don't get to see it, you know. I'm not going to sign up for Showtime because of I'm dying up here. Is it's a good show. It's a good show. But um, looking at shows like The State or Strangers sure. with Candy or anything that got like you got thirty. <laughs> you know, nine one's a great example. I mean, like, Ooh. and it's a great show. I fucking love that show. It's one of such my favorite show. shows. It's such a good show. And it got six seasons. I think seven seasons, maybe. Yeah. But it's you could good. tell there was times where they're like. Well, this could be it. I don't know. Let's just uh, fucking do whatever the hell whatever we, want. we want. Or I guess we have to bring this guy on here, you know, uh, to yeah, I mean, revamp it, things. Yeah. Or, well, or just guys leave. People leave. People leave. But yeah, it's always sunny has the example of like after the first season, FX was like, hey, you need to bring Danny DeVito Danny, on. And like, we'll talk about it. And they're like, if you don't, don't we're not going to pick you up. And that's like, it. Cool. Bring okay, Danny DeVito on. Yeah. Cool. I'm that's there. a great idea. I'm on, I'm on board. Yeah. No, I I liked Glow a lot. Like I really, I, liked. I, I took this news hard. I did not. Like I like that. It was a really good program. It makes me want to go watch it again. Yeah. And like how it how it ends is going to again. I think be like the I I'm dying up here or freaks and geeks kind of ending. Right. Where <clears throat> it's right. beautiful because it's open ended and it doesn't yeah. tie it with the bow, but also it's really sad because I wanted to see at least a continuation of the characters. That's interesting. Because I st- I still think freaks and geeks uh, is. One of the great television shows of all time. I it's mean, a really good show. And especially how it existed in that time yes. frame. Yes, yes. It told a, like a serious Wonder Years style story. You know, right. Where it was a, a much more honest reflection of growing up in a time and a place. Would you watch a like early 2000s Wonder Years? I don't know. Because that's, that's where it's at right now. Yeah, like, time wise, time wise, yeah. Like we're talking, you know, like if someone were to do a nostalgic, nostalgic. I know they're doing the Black Wonder Years. Yes, I mean, right. Uh, but as far as like following, you know, early post nine eleven, mm-hmm. you know, kids but, coming of age. Yeah, I don't know. I. It, it depends on how it's done because I mean I remember watching. I mean Daniel Stern would have to narrate it, no matter what. Would you need a narrator? I yeah. don't know. Because I think that's what kind of that's what made Freaks and Geeks so good, is it kind of it kind of took the same approach. Honestly, yeah. you're talking 1999, and they're looking back at 1980, you right. Know? right? And they're just doing a more, uh, I don't know, gritty is not the right word, but just a more honest approach, less sure. less nostalgic, less like the nostalgia sheen that's yeah. Yeah. on the Wonder Years, which I loved as a kid, but trying to watch it. I would never watch Nostalgia. I mean, I'd never watch Wonder Gears right now. Did ever. you watch it when it was on TV? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't like appointment viewing or anything like that. But I remember thinking Winnie Cooper was cute. You know, I as as did America. Her brother being a piece of shit. His brother being a piece of shit. Oh yeah, he was. But again, it had like this. Uh, 
it had this nostalgic feel to it that was like like in longing for that time and it was it was good storytelling but also it, it always felt like a story yeah. being told instead of characters living out a story how about that oh uh, sure uh that's a, probably a good way to look at it especially because you know daniel sturden was narrating the whole thing correct and the title <laughs> sequence is way too long my god uh, how that was a very long title sequence. I fucking it, forgot about that. Yeah, it was a lot of the show. <laughs> like Jeez. more of the show than a normal title sequence should be. You know what everybody loves? Everybody loves uh, fucking Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker. Yeah, let's just let just let's just play that Joe Cocker song. <laughs> a verse and a chorus. Verse and a chorus. And it made me a little chorus again. Just let it go for but, a solid minute and a half. But would I watch uh, like a early two thousands? Early two thousands coming of age. I. I think if it was done with that kind of more freaks and geeks approach of the yeah. storytelling, I think it'll be interesting to see actually if they how true to the Wonder Years the new reboot sure will be. I, it, are they going to do full narr? Are they going to do full narration? I don't know. Here's like, the, I'm not going to fucking watch it. No, but I'd, I'd, I don't care. I'd want to see if they're doing like an actual carbon copy of Wonder Years just right. set in Black it's America. Set in black America because that's very lazy writing. I mean. We're talking Wedding uh, Crashers too. Have you met? L- have you met ABC? <laughs> I know. I know. Have you met ABC? It's not a surprise. Have I think you, met- you and I were watching the trailer together when, like, on on mute, and we're oh, like, yeah. "Oh, is this is this Black Wonder Years? It's Black Wonder Years?" And then, man, Ugh. and we didn't hear anything. But uh, yeah, no, I'm. Where would you set your your uh, early two thousands Wonder Years Freaks and Geeks style mm, show? I don't know. Where is that? Where's the original? Even I don't know. Probably. Just, suburb of chicago just because mm. i think that's somewhat relatable because was wonder you're set in michigan because uh was it freaks michigan? and geeks was michigan freaks and geeks was michigan i could not tell you the same like really? outside of knowing that a lot of difficulties with licensing music uh for dvd releases of right. wonder years as well as like reruns of it has become difficult uh outside of that i couldn't tell you a single fucking thing about the wonder years uh same thing happened with uh freaks and geeks yeah, it's so That's weird. why it didn't get released uh, to DVD sooner. Let's see, because if it was also, I think you're gonna have to go to the Wikipedia page. I think, well, I just, I just, we went to Boston Pizza, and now we're gonna go to the Wonder Years Wikipedia page. <laughs> you know, just uh, one makes sense after another, after another, after another. Why don't you go scroll down to like plot? There you go. Uh, California. Cali. But in some of his episodes, uh, license plates have shown California and New York. Each, okay. Okay, so we're going California. All right, California. I probably. think you have to go middle America. I think a suburb of Chicago is interesting. I think, I think that'd be an interesting take. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, just post 9-11. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, here's it. Well, I don't know if it'd be that interesting. How about that? I don't know. Well, I mean, you could still get into. I mean, that's pre cell phone world. I mean, pre cell phone. That's the kind of world where people talking about MP threes. <laughs> well, yeah, Napster or Napster. The internet being a thing, but also not being it. what it is currently and everything. And but S- again, it's it's S- like, S- do do S- you yearn for that time? Uh, no. See, I appreciate. I don't yearn for much. Okay, but talk with me in like in. Real time. Would I watch? Would you? Would you take some of the? I don't want to say ease of growing up, but like 
there were some things that didn't exist then that exist now that I would love. Like if social media never existed, I would uh, love it. And part of me goes back to, well, it didn't exist back then. And I didn't appreciate it because you didn't know. But but it did. Uh, not no, not in the not in two thousand. Not like in that. There were chat rooms, and like you could join message boards. But Just I'll take that. That's a lot of chat rooms. Yeah, that's a, a dog barking rooms. instead of biting your hand off. Yeah, you know? sure. I don't. I don't know. I mean. I'm just trying to think of the things that would be nostalgic to me to watch it because the show would yeah. be for me, you know. Like I couldn't think of a single. I would thing be the I would, demographic. I would love. I would. I just want to go back to a simpler time, in 2000, and just think about NSYNC, you know. Not think about NSYNC, but there are some things where I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, before, before, before like the music industry collapsed, that'd be great. Um, before, we're not getting into that, Bobby. We're not, but like, though, I'm trying to think of things that would be. Oh, I lived through. I didn't live through 1980 or 1960. Like, right. I didn't live through. But I still watch those TV shows. Still related with the characters, right? Yeah. And I think Wonder Years more so than Freaks and Geeks. And maybe Freaks and Geeks was supposed to be and just sure. didn't land. But like, what elements were nostalgic that you looked back fondly on? Like getting high with your I, friends and listening to Rush. Right. Okay. That that existed for a lot of people. Right. So to some people, when they watch it, they're like. It's kind of like me watching Waiting. I'm like, oh, that reminds me of the times when I was living that world. To you, you never lived that world, so it's just a movie. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, right. I can't think of a single thing. I'm actively trying to go back and like being nostalgic for, you know, right. the past. No. Like, not my past. I'm just trying to think of things that would, like, that would, would be, be a writing point. Like, yeah. you, things that you would just be like, oh, you, you know what? Like, I would say one of the unique things about growing up again would be the lack of a cell phone like if the yeah if the story is like because i remember when i was in when i was in high school um my parents were supposed to take me to or they were going to take me to uh an oak ridge boys concert okay they were playing at the casino we were going to go. I did not want to go to the Oak Ridge Boys. I had no idea. Why would anybody want to go to an Oak Ridge Boys? <laughs> right. Well, old ladies with oxygen tanks. Okay. That's who wants to go. Who? What's Oak Ridge Boys' big song? Um, Elvira. Elvira. Yeah. Four four part country harmonies. And they had some other less hits, but anyway. So I. So what we would do? Here's the thing that this would be if we're writing this show. Sure. This would be a thing that one of the things we love to do was on Saturdays, we'd save up, you know, all of our money from whatever jobs we were doing. Okay. Right? And we would get in my buddy's big-ass van with, like, the two captain's chairs, and it was a big fucking cargo van that sure. was decked out. Okay. Full of stuff. And we would just drive around all damn day. We would go to, like, the mall. We'd walk around the mall. We'd go get lunch. We'd go to pawn shops. We'd just okay. drive around. And it was, you know, me, girl I liked, uh, two buddies, and we would just drive around all the time. Okay. Right? All right. Fun, fun days. Yeah. I forget. I forget what we called them. We had a name for them, but they were like our fun days. And sure, I didn't have a cell phone. No yeah. one's getting a hold of me. No one's calling me, telling me everything. Like right. And so, I knew that we were supposed to go to this thing at night on Sunday yes. or on Saturday. And so I had to be. I knew I had to be back by at least five. Right. Know, to go out and do this thing. To go watch the Oak Ridge Boys. Yes, because I knew my parents had said something. Well, my parents never communicated to me that they wanted me back by like two, and they couldn't get a hold of me. They could, they couldn't find. There was no way to get There's a no hold way of to me. Find me. Right? Yeah, and right. I'm just out and about. And so by right. the time I got home, I got 
big trouble because they didn't tell me what time to be <laughs> be home. Sure. And we had to go, and I was so pissed off sitting we and because of my mom's job. We got front row Those tickets to Oak, the Ridge, Oak Ridge Boys. Boys. And I'm just sitting there as a just a pissed off 15, 14, 15-year-old, 15 which is my arms crossed and just staring bullets and just can I did not want to be there at all. Yeah. And they could totally tell, or I hope they could totally the Oak tell. Oak Ridge Boys, you sent that energy to the Oak Ridge Boys. They're trying to put on a show, Bobby. I'm probably from here to the wall away from Oak Ridge Boys. Do not bring your angsty fucking teenage yeah. energy well, to I the Oak Ridge Boys. I got grounded Boys. because I couldn't, they couldn't get a hold of me. Because they, because I was supposed to be back at two, when they never told me I had to be back at two, but that's kind of a that would be. Did you ever? How many times were you grounded? Oh, I was grounded a lot for stupid reasons when I was when I was in high school. I got grounded once. Oh, to the point where I got grounded so much that my girlfriend's mom was like, "What? What do you do? Like, why? Why are you grounded so much?" And I'm like, "I I don't know. I didn't take the trash out right away, so I'm grounded this weekend." Or I. Ugh. Went and played a show at the 4-H building to make money, and I had to be grounded in order to go do it. I mean, I had to get grounded to have my uh, buddy's dad take us to go see Megadeth on a school night. That was the deal that was made. You had to, like, be grounded. Yeah, so my parents agreed, because they can go into concerts. This might be another, like, a, a way to write this, this show, actually. Okay. All right. Stop looking I don't at me want like the show, by the way. Nobody wants the show. Oh, it might be. This sounds like freaks and geeks to me. Okay, go on. Anyway, maybe I just had a boring life. I don't know. But we we wanted to go see Megadeth. Buying tickets to a show, like it was a big thing. You know, again, you don't have a ton of money, so it's like, right. If I'm going to spend forty bucks to go see a band, and now we got to figure out how to get there. My parents had all these fucking rules. Like my buddy had a car, but you couldn't go. You couldn't go that far with your buddy driving. That was going to be a recipe for disaster. You got to. <sighs> sure. You have to have a parent. Because he was in drive. Chicago, right? It was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. This is Milwaukee. But anyway, it was like, okay, fine, but can we buy the tickets and will you drive us up? And they're like, okay, fine, you can buy the tickets and we'll drive you up. All right. Week before the show, they say, hey, uh, you know what? We're not going to drive you up. And we're like, what? Like, Jeez. you bought, we bought the bought tickets. tickets. We're like, we're all going. You like, you, we were going to drive, you were going to drive us all up and you're yeah. just not going to do it now. And they're like, no, no, we just changed our mind. We're not going to do it. I'm like, well, it kind of screws me and my friends from like right. going up to this show and everything. And uh, so last minute, my buddy's dad decided he was going to drive us all up. Yeah. But in order for me to go, I had to agree to be grounded for a week Okay. by my parents. And so I went to the show and then I was grounded for a week because that was the deal that was put That's on the That's fucking table. weird. It is fucking weird. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. You don't have to look at me like this. You're no, looking at no, me like no. I'm... Like, I just, I don't understand this concept. And maybe it's just because I was the baby, and by the time, like, Trust I was- Trust me, my younger brothers are getting your treatment. I, you know? uh, when I was of age, they, they just do nothing did wrong. not fucking care. Yeah. It's not that I do no wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure that my mother still thinks I'm a saint in, like, God's gift man. Oh, I can tell from just from your general disposition. <laughs> That's I how mean, your mother treats you. There's a lot. <laughs> I mean, there, there's not- She's more right than wrong. Let's just say that. <laughs> no. Uh no, like I got like grounded once. Like I remember one time just be like like my dad leaving and I was like taking a nap on the couch and he said don't go don't go out. Mm -hmm. And then I went out. And I'm like, "Oh, that's what you said?" 
He yeah. was like, yeah, and he's like, I told you not to go out, and you went out. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it was like, yeah, you can't go out, like, tomorrow or something. Like, and like there are pe- people hanging out. I'm like, sorry, I can't come. I got to stay home. Yeah. And that's it. We would, like, get, like, grounded from TV. Like, that yeah. was it. It was like, you don't get to watch TV. Yeah. I mean, Speaking of Ghost in the Darkness, I watched, like, the first half of Ghost in the Darkness, like, like just listening it to it uh, in my room. Just listening to just it through li- the door? Just listening to it through <laughs> the door. And then mom's like, you can come watch this movie. It's fine. Come yeah. on up. <laughs> well, it really, that took a, because that was a classic ploy. Like, you can't, you know, you have to spend the night up in your room. Yeah. It was a big thing. And then once I started playing guitar, I was like, well, my guitar's in my room, so fine. I don't fucking care. Yeah. You know? Because it got, it got to the point where I was like, this is stupid. Like, I know I'm a child, but yeah. this feels stupid. This yeah. feels egregious and, you know. XYZ because I, I wasn't a bad kid didn't hang out with bad kids and yeah. we didn't drink we didn't smoke we didn't sure. like do anything really besides play music right and uh, we did go hang out at pool halls but we never yeah you know we drank and smoked but uh yeah once I started playing guitar from my room then it was you know grounded and then they take my guitar and Ooh. that gets taken I'm like you guys fucking suck like I'm sitting here just playing guitar that's all it is right you're enjoying something. I'm enjoying and I can't something. let you have that happen. It's making you better at something. Uh, mm. <sighs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, it didn't have that happen, really. Yeah. But th- but going back to your Wonder Year style. Sure. 2000, so those would be storylines that I would that I would look at to build yeah. around. Like the ability to, because I think that's foreign to anyone really younger than us, honestly. Um, anyone five just, years like, just younger. Just driving around. Just being able to go somewhere and not, not being remembering contacted. people's phone numbers. There was yeah, I remembered people's phone numbers up until you know the mid two thousands. I remember. Uh, I'm trying to remember who. I mean, I remember having a few phone numbers m- remembered, but how many phone numbers can you remember right now? Like if you had to, like including work ones, <laughs> uh, extensions <laughs> yeah. or full numbers. Like well, no. I, well, I, they full all have the extension, so they all have the same like prefix. So, uh, so I'm not going to count that because I can think of a few that are <laughs> yeah. just easy to. Yeah, yeah, I can I can remember a couple. Um, I don't phone know. Phone numbers attached to individuals. Uh, my one sister-in-law, my mother, my wife, not my kids, mm-hmm. my two kids. Like, like gun you to could, your head. You could put a gun to my head, and I couldn't even tell you. Like, I could not tell you. Either of my two boys' cell phone numbers, like I could have no. I so have what is that three? Yeah, you got three. I can I can t- do two. I yeah. know I know my mom's and my my wife's. That's it. I know my wife's just because it's mine off by one. Right, <laughs> and that's yeah. it. Yeah, I might be able to call, I might be able to uh, count my brother-in-law because the sa- it's the same way <laughs> with same way. his and uh, his and my wife's phone number. It's off by one. But again, like I remember, again calling. Just, yeah, I had I had my. My three close buddies, I had their home phone numbers, had yeah. girls' phone numbers and stuff like that that were all right at the tip, didn't even think about it. Just little nuances that you would put into sure. your 2000s thing that yeah. would be like, oh, I relate to that. Most people that are watching this that are five years younger than me or less would have no idea what that world was I like. Would, I would use a phone book. We had a phone book yeah. like for the county. That in and itself, I would use that. But that in itself would yeah. be like, what you know yeah, i would use that a lot those are the those are the elements that you would have to really kind of play on right. to 
set up the storylines that you're that remember you're going phone with. books yeah i think that's what the show would be like remember this no no it's not like i love the 2000s some, some dumb fuck would try to build an entire episode of around a phone book i'm just letting you know sure but what would broadcast you, television would try to network television would try to make a even pay phones that would be the thing like <sighs> i love I, yeah i love pay phones with all my heart that's how about like even uh, walking the mall that would be a thing I know I know so, kids so still do that that's not some that's not uh, that ain't me babe well I mean it was but like that was high school I guess but how how big was Afton that you grew up in huh, a thousand people so thousand we people. so it was, you would drive to we the would mall. drive we would drive to Des Moines and that was you a pretty, and your friends yeah me and my friends we'd drive okay. an hour up to Des Moines okay. and walk go, go to the mall uh, go see a movie and you do those days what are you talking like it's, yeah this is exactly what I was talking about yeah but that was just like I don't know. It's not wasn't exciting. I don't, well, it wasn't exciting. Then why'd you do it? I mean, because it was better than nothing. Because I don't, cause it, I don't know. Uh, you're literally describing the same days that I'm describing. I don't like, think I don't think back fondly or uh, with like rosy pictures of just hmm. us driving up to Des Moines, like sp- driving the hour up to. Well, Des Moines. maybe it's because you had to drive an hour instead yeah, of ten minutes. Yeah, it was just minutes. like you know, it's just. Hey, let's go walk around the mall. So you never saw a movie that you liked, never bought an album that you loved? Never. I never buy, I don't buy music. So you never saw a movie that you really enjoyed uh, when you went and did this? It was all just like, uh, uh, whatever, this is I whatever, feel, I, I don't uh, feel anything. Yeah, I'm dead on the inside. I really, <laughs> like when we went to the independent theater next to Drake University and we went and watched Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, that was an experience. That was a, f- a fun time? Yes. Okay, so you had a good time. Yeah. Well, no, but that was just interesting just because it was, A, it was like a really small movie house. Mm-hmm. It was an independent place uh, that I'm like, oh, this is like different. It, it's even different from like going and seeing the movie in the little bit larger town next next door. It was just, it was different because it was, it was subtitles, it was art house, so it was a little bit different. I'm like, this is a really interesting experience as compared to going to like the 16 plex so, with stadium seating okay but so what i'm saying is that in this fictional show we're right yeah if they had the character go see that movie in a little art house you wouldn't sure. be like oh i totally did that too i mean i get it like being overly nostalgic i get is is annoying right. and especially when you're longing for a time right. that you didn't even live which is the extra annoying part <laughs> right because again we're talking about the reboot of wonder what, what they're doing because when is that one set? We should be. That's a good question. I bet here. Uh, I bet it's going to be attached to this here. I'm just curious. No, you don't want that. You want to go back to the Wikipedia page. No, I bet page. it's attached. I bet it's attached. You should go to the Wikipedia page. More like this. It's not going to be there. Different well, It should be there. in more like this. Go to the Wikipedia page. It's going to be like probably down in like reboot. Go all the way up. Uh, release indication. Reboot. Click. Got it. Warner okay. Years. Uh, Kaylee Daniels, blah blah. Really announced by Don Cheadle. Was, Don Cheadle's the narrator. I'll sign off on that. There you go. Uh, family living in Montgomery, Alabama. Right. We want to know in the late sixties. In the late sixties. This yeah. is this is what this is the prop. Like the, this is not going to relate to anybody. Right. That didn't live through that time. Here's my here's in a, theory. In theory, this is my opinion: is that I'd rather see this as an HBO show. I'd rather see like. The shitty, shitty struggles of black Americans in Montgomery, Alabama in the 1960s as a serious drama. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's plenty of sweet moments that they, you know, didn't realize how hard they had it mm-hmm. at the time because, you know, that was just life. Uh, but I'm guessing that it's going to be 
grossly saccharine sweet. Yeah. Like in just kind ABC of, garbage. ABC garbage. Right. And I'm like, I don't want anything. I'd much rather watch. I'd much rather see a serious thing. So, well, here, uh, uh, I mean, what we're doing, like, because we can agree that, yeah. like, this this being set in the late 60s would re- mainly be for right. people that there's live not, There's through, no nostalgic. Yeah. There's very I mean, little nostalgia out there for that, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, the only reason to make this show is mainly for those people. Why else? Like, you have no desire to to watch a TV show, I, theoretically nostalgic right. of your childhood, right? Right. But why? Like, w- you would would you watch one of the late sixties? Would I watch what of straight up struggles of Black America in the nineteen sixties? I would. I would so much more watch a rather serious. Yeah, look we're not talking at, about. We're yeah. not talking about tone. What I'd we're love talking to see. About, what I'd like to see. We're talking about the general demographic, though, or like the general demographic that you're making this TV show. They're like they're looking at this because we can all agree that they're not looking at this being like it's clear. Like, hey, let's redo Wonder Years and just have a black family will follow a black family will do the same motif. It's like that conversation has happened. Yeah, but there the conversation was like, well, should, should we, we s- do it in the late sixties? How many people from that lived right. during the late sixties are a still alive and are, I mean, they're probably they probably are the people watching yeah. ABC. Honestly, I guess that's. I mean, that's maybe it. that's it. They're chasing that demographic as compared to that's, that's what I'm saying. So they're instead of like I don't know New York in the 1980s. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know. So it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting decision. Well, we say that, and then did you what was it, what was it called the Get Down? Mm. It was a Get Down. It was called. Uh, it was on Netflix. It, I think it had two seasons. And it was about you know like, me and Netflix. Early days of hip hop in like Brooklyn and mm-hmm. shit. And I didn't like it. It didn't like. It didn't click with me whatsoever. It, it didn't click with a lot of people because it, it didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But it was just supposed to be like a really interesting look at. Hey, let's follow a group of you know teenagers in the early days of hit like birth of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Not like. You know, early days of hip hop, not Run DMC. Like we're talking, like before that, like coasting on disco. Yeah. Very, you know, just I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'd like to see that, and then I did, and I didn't like it. But well, and it's again liking a period piece, which is what these are. I mean, these are just examining right. a time and a place, or they're looking at the world through the time and place. Because again, like another show, The Deuce, um, set in late seventies, Times sure. Square, yeah. New York City. Yeah. I love that. Here's yeah. a little inside bit of knowledge about me. You uh, like the deuce. I, I never lived in uh, New York City in the late 70s. Oh, I, you didn't? I wasn't even born yet. Right? Who was I thinking so of? It's not like it's nostalgic to me, right? Peter Stonemaier, that's who it was. Was it? Okay. So he like he probably has a little bit of nostalgia because he he's watching it, right? No, my point is, is like I'm not watching it to be nostalgic. I'm right. watching it because it's an interesting I story. I want to see a story. And... And that and that's part of being a good story, and it requires it to be a good story. Uh, if it's just meant for nostalgic purposes, which I think like a Wonder Years had, yeah, pretty uh, meat and potatoes stories. But sure. the real point of Wonder Years was to be nostalgic of this time. Remember, like the early days of movies. Nope. Okay, weren't that great? I always equated fun? it to like a Christmas story. It always kind of felt like a Christmas story to me a little bit too, where it's like. This is what we do. We watch this. This is what I like it's the like. Cri- I like the Christmas story because it is fantastical. It, there's a I, d- I there's like the a Christmas story. I'm not saying I don't, of it, but which makes it interesting as compared to well, Wonder Years, which is not fantastical. Mm, I mean, 
how about whimsical? Can we go instead of there's? I mean, there's no real. It's not like feel the dreams where there's an element of supernatural something going on. Yeah, no, there's like weird, you know, weird segments where he's like imagining himself as you know, whimsical. I think whimsical and fantastical can almost be interchangeable. Okay, fine. I'll allow it. What, you my, want to do fantastic whimsical instead of fantastical? That's well, fine. I'll bring this up as an example. Is it that time you watch Harry Potter with a hook for your hand? No, but you haven't brought up that joke in a while. And joke. I was really Thank happy you. when you weren't bringing it up. When you didn't do that. When every, you do that. Every day I get done with the podcast, I, Nathan doesn't bring up a guy with a hook okay. for a hand. And it's like, that's a it's win. Like, that's a win, you know? We just lost listeners. Um, so I was watching uh, the 30 for 30 on Barry Bonds, or not Barry Bonds, uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Interesting. In the, uh, did you, have you when seen that? No, I, I don't think I've seen that one, but go on. It's really good. It's called Long Gone Summer. Um, when is that? What year is that? 1998, the summer of 1998. Um, and it's interesting. So I'm a Braves fan. I'm a Braves fan mainly because of living in Florida for a little bit in the childhood. I was a Twins fan. They played in the World Series. It doesn't really matter. Sure. I became a Braves fan when we moved Not to Not a Iowa. Marlins fan. Was, they didn't exist uh, when I lived in Florida. Marlins? No, they didn't exist when really? I lived in Florida. Who, where did the Marlins come from? I mean, they were in Florida, but they started in 94, 95. No fooling. Yeah, 95, I think. But I don't give a fuck about baseball. You don't, uh, which makes it hard. But anyway, <laughs> um, my my point is that I, be, I stayed a Braves fan. I was able to stay a Braves fan because they were their games were played on TBS, the, the Turner Broadcasting System. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so so you, can, you had access to them. I had access to them. And that's yeah. the reason why a lot of people were Braves fans. Sure. Because you could watch their games, which is a nice thing to do. Same, w- thing, same, same thing with Cubs, with same WGN. Thing, exactly. Yes. The, thing. So one of the interesting points they brought up in this uh, ESPN 30 for 30 um, is that uh, the Cardinals radio broadcast... K. Was set. I think it was KWOL, and okay. they said on a on a nice summer night, they could have the reach into forty states. Yes, and they had ter- they had terrific uh, Hall of Fame uh, broadcasters. Yeah, and I've always wondered, like my uh, my wife's family has been born and raised in this area. Yes, all right, never left. No one's ever moved to St. Louis yeah. and just sure. fell in love with it and became yeah. a Cardinals fan. But they are all diehard, diehard Cardinals fans. Interesting. And it's like, and it's to a point where it's a little like, do you do you Easy. go to St. Louis? I mean, like, yeah. do you really like St. Louis? Like, or do you like them because they win? I don't get it. How did this happen? It's right. always been like the weird, like, how did this happen? Who started this? And so when they brought that up, I was like, oh wait, boom! And then like it all came like flooding at yeah. me. I'm like, wait a second, no, they all listen to the game on the radio. I've never noticed that. I've never like understood it you know they, but they do yeah they all listen to the game on the radio even like her brother who's younger than me listens to games on the radio and i'm like whoa okay, oh, okay. now we're now we're examining it was the only way to experience, experience baseball game. yeah but then you also go into this is like old school nostalgia where yeah. you are reminiscing about times when you'd huddle around a radio, radio. to get your entertainment sure. now did they live that world no but did their parents live that world? Yes. And yeah. I mean, just, just yeah. time wise, just yeah. being as old as they They're were. They're so old. No, I'm just, I mean, my point is, is like, like They're old. my problem, and we've talked about nostalgia a little bit too much, but anyway. No, it's, you don't like nostalgia. I don't like nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. I don't like it. It's like, oh, I didn't live that, but I yearn to live in that world. So I just can't get enough of that. Yeah. 
that lifestyle or that sure. that uh that medium for yeah you know now what i would love to see like it was just interesting here here ready for this i'd like to see like a murder mystery almost uh something um you know what's the word zodiac style okay based on like the summer of slam or whatever it was called you know that long gone summer that long gone summer of like that back and forth of you know mcguire and sosa but they're still trying to hunt a killer and that's just kind of because that makes no fucking sense oh no it's just like in the background it's just always in the background and people always want to talk about it but it's just it's always just (laughs) helping with the time and place i'm just letting you know that makes that is one of your worst ideas no it's like uh summer of sam um keep talking about reggie jackson you know just like shit like that it's just it's interesting no it's not i'm just letting you know that's interesting it's not I've got my pulse. I've got the pulse my, of America, Bobby. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I do. No, my my radio station story was much more interesting. <laughs> I loved. So when I I worked for a TV station, uh, hour and a half away, uh, but I was traveling back and forth because I'm an idiot. And I would love listening to AM radio on the way back because i just like i just there's too many commercials and i just i'd rather just listen to people just talk it's another nostalgic point you could add to our show our fictitious show anyhow so just sitting there and uh and it's like what stations can i actually pull in when because when the sun goes down i remember pulling pulling like a station from i'm trying to remember how what was the farthest station it was from colorado and i was just like really I'm That's crazy to, to reach, right? I'm listening to a station from Colorado. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And just the idea of like how far AM waves travels. It's very interesting. Well, like in our, our internet went down for about an hour today. And I don't know. Yeah, go on. Well, it was it was very troubling. I don't believe it, you. What do you mean you don't believe me? Because you're still, you, you're, that was not over the internet. What do you mean? I don't. Uh, what are you talking about? Don't worry about it. Keep going. Cut all that out because my Mediacom's internet service went out. I went to their app and it said outages yeah, in, your outage. area, in your yeah. area. But what it, I, I'm saying, what you were watching was being streamed. It was a streamed television. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't over the air television. No, no, I'm, I'm yeah. It existed without the internet, though. Yeah. This which, is I, which doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But you're watching it anyway. But I'm watching yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't. That's the point that matters. This is my point that I'm going at. It yeah. wasn't antenna television. Yeah. I don't have an antenna. Yeah. This right. area is notoriously horrible, it's horrible for watching antenna television. I've tried and failed. Topography. Times. The topography makes it impossible. It's bad. So you can imagine my surprise when, when you, I'm like, well, fuck. You I can got, watch something. I got nothing else to do. Let's just click this button. And it said, do you have an antenna? I said, no. No. And then it just appeared like a fucking magic trick. That's so fucking weird. I, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It made no sense. And then I found this whole world of television that I'd heard of. And I'd yeah. seen, like, I knew Cheddar News was a thing. I knew I could get Pluto television. Yeah. I've gotten it. I've seen that world. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. But this was a world of things I've never, like, Whistle TV. I've never seen Never Whistle heard TV, of that before. But they're making programming for Whistle television. Yeah. You know? Um I, so I have been nostalgic as cruising through. Wait, wait, wait. I have, you said you weren't. I know. I, like, there have been times where I'm like, hmm. oh, well, isn't this something? Isn't this something like scrolling through channels? Isn't that a thing? That's it, another thing. I thought it, about it when I was going through. I was like, this you is used so weird. To explain flipping through channels to a child, child. 
Right. You're like it's like the internet if you didn't right. decide what to look at and you just <laughs> settled for what was on. <laughs> right. It's like if the internet had a page up and page down button and you just decided when to stop. Right. It's makes, You can go anywhere. It makes no sense. Yeah. I like and I quite frankly it's frustrating. <laughs> to explain or No like no to experience it. The idea of like channel surfing is like fucking like annoying as i'll get out i got a little nostalgic i would say when like, i was going it's like, through oh, it well, in this a thing in the god this is fucking frustrating well, well here's what this i did is so fucking dumb this is what i instantly clicking did through, clicking so through clicking so i clicking through i was going through and i was like well i want to remember this station right no, so, so you're trying to commit to memory 207 207 right 207. so i just go 165 was the number well my fucking uh remote doesn't have numbers anywhere <laughs> on it so it's like <laughs> well I, I, don't I, have even, I just gotta go back. There's not even a page back. I yeah. mean, honestly, if I can, I'm just I'm clipping, flipping through. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where I'm like, because I'm I can't remember. I mean, other than like hotel cable oh, viewing, hotel cable, and that's it. And like, that's about my only exposure right. to it. But when I'm going through, I'm like, oh yep, yeah. nope. I want to come back to this. You know, yeah. this shitty Vice Pizza show. Um, like, <laughs> okay. Um, Hold on, 165. I'll remember that. Oh, fuck. What am I doing? What I'm am a I fucking doing? idiot. Doesn't have well, any numbers just, on it. You just got to keep going up and down. Oh, God. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. But that's a, that's a little thing. You would add that into it's it. Like, uh, God, I love just flipping through channels. Well, because in one years, that? what they did is they had the one television. Or they had, I guess they had one in the kitchen, they I think. Had, oh, did they? I don't remember. I think they like I said, I don't remember anything about no. Wonder Years. See, I always appreciated my grandma was... I I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, but like I I like having things on and I'm doing things, what, whatever it yeah. is. You know, if I'm editing something, if I'm doing dishes, sure. if I'm cleaning up, like yeah. I just like something on. It's just nice. And it I remember it, my grandma. Feel not alone. Yeah, it just stops the demons from overtaking, and you know the yeah incredible sadness overtaking. But uh, I remember my grandma, like in late '80s, early '90s. She had a TV fucking everywhere. And I remember oh. she had one in the bathroom, which I was like, she is a baller. Like, <laughs> and I didn't know what baller was or any, but I, I knew it was like, and you can only get three channels. You know, right. it wasn't, it was farm country. Right. You know, you're getting up in Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah. But again, did it make taking a bubble bath that much better when I could watch, you know, ABC company? Wonders. I remember watching Wonder Years, honestly, in a, in bath? a, in a bubble bath up at my grandparents' house. That's, Absurd. It is, but I was like, man, she's got it all figured out. She's got, she's got one in every fucking room. Not in the I, guest bedroom. Uh, she didn't give a shit about everybody else. It <laughs> she was got the, to it eventually. It was though, the right? kitchen. No, 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 no. No. Well, I mean, I guess when they moved to the they moved onto a lake in Wisconsin and then yeah, every room just they they consolidated their <laughs> yeah. five bedroom farmhouse into a two bedroom cabin. So they had, they had, TVs, they had extra TVs to throw TVs everywhere. galore. Yeah. And she made sure that, you know, all of a sudden the kitchen was open concept into the living room so you can see the tv, so you can see the TV. how many tvs did you guys have growing up um well because of my lovely grandmother um i had one in my room and then i had we had one in the living room and then there was one in the kitchen and my parents had one up in their room as well wow so four and we didn't have a basement so okay but we the, had one you had one TV. We had one TV for a very long time. And then my brother, when he had his accident and then mm-hmm. moved back into the house, he had he had like a 13-inch. Mm-hmm. And then he left and that went away. And then eventually I got my own. Like when 
I like when everybody else moved out of the house and basically I had like my own living room mm-hmm. set up. Right. Cause in that's a spare bedroom. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's just like me in the spare bedroom. Like mm-hmm. the weird thing was like, like they've changed it now. They've, they've moved walls, but before like you had to walk through one bedroom to get to the other bedroom. Oh yeah. Okay. And it just became my own suite. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah, I got my own TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my own TV. And we didn't have like super nice TVs. I mean, no, we're talking, just, like, yeah. we were, didn't have like big screen everything this is like back in the day when the you could have like a 40 inch cathode ray tv and it's just like this is pretty uh, sweet pretty nice yeah because nobody had those weird bullshit projectors well i had a i had a buddy that had like they were rich and they had like a big ass fucking big screen and but you know like a projection tv it was uh no no it was a rear projection yeah it's just one of those big ass you know Uh, it was a rear projection which always looked like shit in my in my my opinion they did they did like it looked pretty good when you're looking right at it yeah uh but like if you're any distance if you're like you get like 20 degrees off dead center it's like it was tough to play video games on. put it that way dingy and dark and kind of wobbly Anyway. anyway uh like you know so we didn't have we had like we had a console tv and I remember just like sitting, I remember playing video games on it and just dad would come home and be like, and right, I'm going to watch TV now. It's like, you don't understand. This is the farthest I've ever made it in this game ever. He's like, <laughs> you'll get to it again. Don't worry. Turn it off. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Fine. It's the TV. It's the TV. Yeah. I remember sneaking out to like watch Saturday Night Live and also Tales from the Crypt because they were like doing reruns of Tales from the Crypt on another channel. And I would like go and That's another experience too. Go anyway. and go into it go into a go into the living room, putting the a pillow up against the the speaker mm-hmm. of the television because it was a console TV to muffle it, to muffle it and turn okay I can like turn it on turn the volume down real fast I can do this. <laughs> that move yeah, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. like, and or there was other times where it was like I found out that I could when you unplugged it that it would automatically go to like zero volume oh really yeah <laughs> I was like I was like okay I'll go out, unplug, unplug it, it. Unplug it, plug it back in. Because it was always would just be set to whoever was last watching it. Right. It'd go, so it'd go back to it'd go back to Which is what zero, TV is still zero do three. It'd go to zero three, yeah. which was a no channel, and you just have to sit there and uh then it's like, okay, and then go to a channel and watch it. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, the idea of having and then my dad would come out like because also, 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 also. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 2000, which I loved. I thought was the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I talk too much during movies. Surely <laughs> <laughs> pisses my wife off, and it's a trait that I've passed down to my children, which also <laughs> pisses her off. Like compounding, like it's compounding how much. It's, it's fivefold. It's, it's pissing off my wife. <laughs> uh, anyhow, it's just for some reason, I don't know why. They would show reruns of Mystery Science Theater 3000 at like 1 a.m. on Saturdays. And that's it. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm staying up till 3 a.m. And just like my dad, bleary-eyed, coming at it. What the hell are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just just waiting for this show to come on that I want. It's, it's 12.30 at night. Go to bed. It's like, <laughs> I mean, okay, Dad, if you if you want, but uh-huh. I guess I was kind of hoping to watch an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 because it was really funny. It's a really great show. That's what you it. wanted to do. Uh, yeah, and I didn't get a chance. And having, when they added that fifth channel, 
<laughs> it was it was it was a real game changer. <laughs> I mean, literally, we had we had, was, yeah. we had well, I say fifth. It was sixth, I guess. We had ABC, we had CBS, we had and ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox. Fox. I remember when I remember when Fox started. Yeah, and that then also and then too. also PBS, and then yeah. and then out of nowhere, CW just comes out of nowhere. It's like CW just, just it's like. Well, shit. All right. <laughs> a whole nother channel, guys. Wow. We've increased our channels by 20%. <laughs> like a 20%. And then later, 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 there's like UPN tried to be a thing. And it was yep. just like, nope, this isn't working. And it wasn't a very good signal. Was, and then I remember when we got like, well, I was probably like 13. We bought a gigantic, gigantic, gigantic antenna. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it, I mean, it was up in our attic. And it, lit- I mean, it probably has a wingspan of like twenty feet. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like when we plugged it in, and Dad's like, "This is the clearest television we've had ever." I cannot believe it. Just it was, staring it at just it. Just like, look out, look at this. Oh boy, look how clear this image is right now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't believe it. Hey, and we're like flipping through channels. It's like, hey, we can pull in channels from Omaha. Yeah. And it's just like, ah. Oh, it's not very clear though it's, and it's the same show so yeah. let's just <laughs> man whoo look how clear that is whoo man that is, I that is direct <laughs> off the feed right there it's like this looks really good it's like yeah this is something well you're talking to, i mean i think there's i think there's three satellite dishes on on my roof right now that <laughs> i did obsolete. not that i did not put there and no one has the time to take down or had the time right. to take down but i i like i remember when i had a when we moved, we moved into a house in Dubuque, uh, and the layout of the house is so weird. It was a it was a small house, but the, there was a laundry room on the on the main floor, and yeah. then there was also laundry hookups in the basement. So they oh. like the people that were living there like made this room. This was like a, it was like a uh, what do they call it? Like a, a wet room. Sure. Um, they made that into mud room. A mud room. That's what I was looking for. Um, they made that into the washer and dry room. And then there was two bedrooms upstairs. Well. We it was me and my sister and my parents, so we needed three bedrooms. So the deal was, I'll move into this laundry room that's now become, and yeah. it wasn't very big at all. But I'll get a TV in my room, and that was the deal. That's the deal. And they'll they'll live upstairs. So then it was a game changer for me because they go to bed. It's a lot of wheeling and dealing at your house. Oh, it's a lot of wheeling and dealing. It's a lot of wheeling and dealing. But uh, I got a TV, and I could just there was nobody to come downstairs and be like, hey shut it off like unless right. they came down specifically to the kitchen to get something because there was a yeah i guess it was a one bathroom yeah so they, they unless they came down and go to the bathroom which again was terrifying when you're a child at night like to be in the first line of defense right. you know if, if anything were to happen and again watching too much television you're predisposed was there, to, was there a door like in that like that exited the house uh no okay no there wasn't but the front door it was like the front door kitchen my room like in that order. So it's like if anything were to happen. So if you watch something stupid and scary yeah. late at night, it's like, oh, crap. Um, well, I'm the first one they're going to run into. <laughs> right. You know, right. And they're going to all this stuff. But it was a lot of, yeah, late, way staying up way too late to watch s- stupid stuff that, you know. Just reruns of Magnum P.I.? Yeah, just yeah, a bunch of that stuff. A lot of kids in the hall, if I remember correctly. Look at you with your cable television. I know. That was... We you're did have privileged, cable. You're privileged as fuck. Well, I we had cable. Yeah. You know. And at the end of the day. This could be a podcast. I guess.
Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, please feel free to click the links below. Um, you know, if you've got any value in the show, yeah. show us some, you know, show us some, some money love. Yeah. And then also, you know, we got some Patreon stuff. We're going to be updating it as well and figuring out some more stuff to do and everything like that. So, yeah. I we, mean, do, are, do you guys want to see sock puppets? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Is that what the kids are into these days? The kids are all into the sock puppets. But it's, it means something totally, totally different. Totally different. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I should not have clicked that link then. Yeah.